0: This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Sometimes families get away over the Christmas holiday break. Go see friends. Go see family. Go and just get away from it all. It's supposed to be a restful and peaceful time, right? Well, not always, as you'll find in our next story. A story about a family that gets away to the countryside to enjoy nature, to enjoy being away from it all. Turns out a lot of people have the idea because there's a lot of neighbors nearby sitting off fireworks, having a grand old time. And there also seems to be something else, something in the woods that also wants to be a part of the festivities or at least create its own version of festivities by scaring the hell out of some teens who are bored over Christmas break. Take a listen. It was Christmas vacation, and I was spending New Year's Eve out in the countryside, as I usually do with my family. The reason we spend time out in the countryside is that most of my cousins and friends love winter activities in the snow. Sledding, skating, hiking. It's just something special about the country. Normally, my family and I pulled pranks for amusement on each other, but chose not to do that this year as our New Year's resolution. We have that resolution every year. So me and three of my cousins were walking around the neighborhood and we're looking anywhere we could to try and find fireworks. The barn, the basement, storage rooms, you name it, we searched it. Eventually, we found our batch. Because people decided to go back into the countryside to spend some time with their families, quite a few neighboring houses were getting into the festivities of blowing shit up in the sky, as I put it. Thus, it was a lot noisier in the previous years. Once we had gone through our fireworks... We were bored. There was not much to do out there. Knowing that the woods were huge and us being poor decision-making teens, we decided to head out to the woods and explore them using only our cell phone camera lights. Might I say, not a great idea looking back. It was a cold winter night. The moon was not at its peak, so we had to rely on the dimly lit stars and our cell phones much more than we anticipated. As we began our journey into the woods... We quickly stopped as we were startled. Something was felt by one of my cousins near the trees. She said she saw something and described it as an entity with wings, but no feet. It was almost as if it was hovering. Anything below its wings or body was hidden or invisible. She stated that the unknown thing abruptly flew away before she could identify what the thing actually was. We brushed it off and assumed she just saw shadows in the woods. I continued walking, and suddenly one of my cousins told us, out of nowhere, just to follow him very quickly and started in his own direction. None of us knew what to do, but we just started following him. We didn't know where we were going. A chill of sweat went down my body as I blindly followed him deeper into the forest. Some of the girls in our group were beginning to get nervous and kept pestering me to take them back. I continued following my cousin with the hair and the back of my neck, standing straight up. The pestering continued from the girls, and me, as the oldest in the group, I told them I wasn't prepared to leave one of our cousins alone, walking blindly somewhere where he's never been, which still was a dumb decision, if you ask me. Eventually, our adventure in the forest came to a close. We made it back to the house without anything else eventful happening. But this is not where the story ends. As we all sat around watching TV and talking, one of my cousins, who was half asleep, half awake, jumped up after hearing scratching noises on the window right next to him. The room was dimly lit. Light from the fireworks from the neighbors showed a shadowy figure behind the window It revealed itself to be the same entity we saw in the woods. The floating one. Quietly, We alerted the others in the room to what we were seeing in the window, and one by one, everyone freaked out about this strange, dark figure in our window. Some of us began gathering weapons like knives and items to throw at the unknown visitor should it try to enter our house. Suddenly the phone rang. It happened to be one of the girls that lived at a nearby farm that I had an interest in. We told her about what we were experiencing in the house, and she told us that we could stay over with them that night if we wanted to leave. About five minutes of silence. No sign of the creature after we hung up. I told my friends the offer that was made. And we as a group decided to book it out of there. Again, not a great decision looking back. We all lined up by the door ready to make the half mile sprint to the safe looking farmhouse up the road. We counted down. And I was the last out, slamming the door behind me and not bothering to turn and lock it. What we thought would be a fast... And quiet sprint turned into all of us screaming at the top of our lungs as we realized that this creature that we had seen earlier might be behind us. As we sprinted, we heard unexplainable noises and strong gusts of wind coming towards us, which prevented us from going as fast as we could because of the direction of the wind. My cousin and I regretted the day we set foot in the forest that night. Then we saw that thing... It came at us and swooped over the top of us, landing near the house that we'd just abandoned. I believe that if we wanted to get to safety, we had to run as fast as we could. We finally arrived at my friend's doorstep, and all of us all but fell over each other as we entered the safety of the brightly lit warm house. You could smell the fire burning in the fireplace, and the remnants of a warm dinner that had been baking in the stove. She and her family looked at us as if we were crazy. We decided we shouldn't explain in detail what we had seen or gone through. We figured they wouldn't believe us if we told them anyway. And more importantly, we didn't want them to think we were crazy and throw us out from the safety of their home. Whatever happened that night, we kept to ourselves. We never shared the story with anyone because who believes a few teens? They're going to assume we got drunk in the middle of the night anyway, right? I can tell you this. We were not under the influence of any substance. These are the events that occurred that fateful Christmas break. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcast right now and try it for three days free. GhostPodcast.com or Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories.